Hello, and welcome to Designer Discussions with Miriam, Jason, and Maria. Today, we're talking about planning your content for 2023. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast with Jason, Maria, and Miriam. Tune in each week where we talk about marketing, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Are you ready to get serious about marketing your interior design business? Our Designer Discussions Marketing Studio offers a series of in-depth, actionable, and done-for-you content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Go to designerdiscussions.com forward slash marketing studio to get started. Okay, let's talk about how to organize your content for the new year. And we know that this is always a big struggle for everybody, actually for me included. Um, But a little bit of planning goes a long way. And we're here to keep it simple and give you some really good tips and tools so you can get your content planned and organized for the entire year. And part of the idea is to be like, you don't have to recreate the wheel. You know, the industry, the interior design industry, everything is cyclical. The same topics come back year after year after year, exactly at the same time. So if you do a good job and get organized once, it'll get even easier the years after that, because all you have to do is go in and tweak what you already have that's existing. And With Maria's help and insight as an actual interior designer, we can give you tips that are specific to the industry because I'm sure you guys have done this too. It's like you see somebody who offers a free content calendar and you download it and and, and all it has in it is like, you know, National Donut Day and National Pizza Day and Toilet Day and things of that nature that are not really all that helpful. So we're not going to do that to you. We're really going to make it, we're going to make it actionable for you. We're also going to talk about how you use the content that you decide on for all of your platforms, right? To make it really efficient. It's like you you choose a topic that you're going to cover and you're going to use it on all your different platforms, on your blog, on your social, in your newsletter, pretty much in everything um, that you use for your marketing. We also, I just want to emphasize too that it will be important that you have your assets organized and the things that you're going to need for um, posting or or pushing it out there. And I'm especially talking about photography. And so it's important to think about a system of how you can do that. Actually, we did an entire we did an entire episode on this a little while ago. So maybe as you're working on this. Um, if you have a minute, go back and listen to it because it will be really, really helpful to have things readily available when you get into creation mode. So one of the great things that we learned about SEO is that our blog posts can be updated and they will be registered as new content and it will be registered as new and updated content. So you aren't having to post something new all the time. All you have to do is go back into your good performing or great performing content and update it and refresh it. And that will help your website get all of those SEO bonus points of new content without all of the work. When we look at 
creating content for your design business, I, I want to talk about one simple tip that can help make things more appealing to your audience. And it is to look at how often you use or start your content out with I and my. Um, I did a social media post and it simply said, if you are using I and my to start every video that you're doing, they're going to pass you by. But if you start with you, how does this impact you? What two tips you could do for you to make your project better? They will follow through and they will listen to you through. So also look at the way that you are speaking to your audience and see if you're using a self-focused model or if you are focusing on your clients when you are writing your content. But Maria, I think that's an excellent point. And it's something I always use when I create content on the PR side, whether it be about a service, about a product, um, but it's uh, it's always about the benefits. It's not about the features, right? It's not about what it is or what you care about. It's like, but your audience is always going to say, well, what's in it for me? You know, how is this going to help me? How is this going to benefit me? So that's a really, really valuable per- perspective to have. So Miriam and I have been putting together a quick and easy social media um, calendar, and it's a PDF that you can download off of our website. But we're going to go over some of the topics quickly in this podcast, and you might want to take some really good notes. If not, we'll, we'll have this as a downloadable that you can buy and have on hand rather quickly. So some simple things to remember are people are looking for expert tips. So you're going to want to start some of your content off with tips to how to mistakes you can avoid, the steps you need to take to uh, feature stories about how you're solving problems, your testimonials, behind the scenes examples. And the big one is always going to be trend forecasting. So all of these things may seem super simple, but this is how easy it is for us to pull back and look at someone's content and say, this is, these are your points that you can step off from and create successful evergreen content. Um, And then also seasonal content is going to be something that you're going to want to work into your, your content calendar with what are new paint colors, paint colors you love. Um, how would you redo certain rooms that you could pick seasonally? Whenever it cools off, people are going to be in their bedrooms more often. When it warms up, they're going to want to be outside. And then also talk to people about new builds, if that's what you do, or remodels based on the time of year and also what the economic climate will look like. We have put together a quick and easy guide that will ask you a couple of questions that when you answer them, you will actually be creating the content that your clients are going to want to hear from you. And they're going to want to know, why do people think that you're special? What do your clients currently ask you? And you should be writing those things down and answering those to your social media audience. And those are the those are your most valuable items that you could have on your blog, on your website, and in your social media. So what are some of those things? It's pretty it's pretty um, simple when you look at it. They're going to want to know about what size sofa or rug would work in a room, what size light fixtures would work for them in a room, how many bar stools at a counter. And typically when they're searching for that or looking for it in Pinterest, they're called designer guides or interior design guides. But that information can also be built out as a blog 
and also used in your social media. Um, we want y'all to be uh, comfortable talking about what your clients need to be doing for you. We want them to be performing their tasks to be good clients for you in the future and that they are actively planning, that they're aware of what budgets they're going to be working with, and that they need to be giving you a testimonial somewhere in the middle of the project so that you can be reusing it in the future. So when you are interacting with your your clientele base and social media, it's great to provide them opportunities to respond to you, to give you feedback. They do know you're the expert, but they may have a couple of questions here or there. And those questions are what you can start to build some of that content. So then we fall into, those are going to be your overall buckets of information that you can always dig into. You can always use those things to help you um, find more content to provide. But importantly, you should start looking at the year on a monthly basis. And so Miriam and I sort of pulled back and looked at an interior designer's year and um, kind of got into it by month and said, these are some of the things you're going to need in each one of these months. And I think this is really helpful if you want to download it um, so that you can kind of see that we are talking about specific content a certain time of the year and that this is going to be reoccurring every year. Miriam, do you want to talk to us about the monthly content? Yes. And I think what what differentiates our calendar again, from other calendars is that we use, like, I look at things more from like a media perspective and what's current and what's trendy and what's being talked about in the media. And then we combined it with, with Maria, your knowledge of how, like, how that works out in during the year for the interior designer, right? I think it'll be really helpful and it's not complicated, right? There's not going to be, we didn't create 30 ideas for every month because nobody is expected to um, to post that many times, but we're really trying to keep it simple. So we went on and there's some general ideas of, of post topics um, that you can use just to sort of like spur um, your creativity and, 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 and get an idea of what you want to do. And then we supplemented with topics for every month, like Maria said. And January is the first month of the year. And obviously the, the big thing there is design trends. It's, it's the month where, and trends are always big, but at the beginning of the year, you'll see pretty much every media outlet and everybody who considers themselves a content creator in the space are going to talk about what they predict to be the trend, the trends for the year. It's also a great month to talk about your vision, like for your business or personally for the next year. So those are the two, two big topics that you definitely need to touch on in January. February gets to be, um, Obviously, it's the month of love, so there's some color red that is really interesting, and you can be um, a little flexible with that, and maybe talk about clients you love. You know, it's it's um, winter in most parts of the country. You always have to look at it through the lens of where you are, and it's like Maria is in Texas, I'm in Wisconsin. The climate is very different, so the content that we might post 
during the year um, definitely would not necessarily be exactly the same. But February is um, Battle the Winter Blues, especially where I live. And um, it's also when a lot of people start thinking about um, interior design and a new start for home decor. March, um, we're heading into spring. There's definitely um, a lot of travel content that's happening. There's um, people are are in the mood um, to to freshen things up a little bit. So it's it's um, that is definitely one of the big topics for March. In April, um, there's a lot of focus on green products and green design. Um, spring home improvement is still big. Um, everything is flowering, so there's um, a lot of content about plants and flowers, outdoor spaces. Um, you can already start thinking about dorm room ideas. And like for, for me and my field, that'd be a little early, but when Maria explained it, it makes a lot of sense because if you're interested in offering that service to your clients, that's the time that they need to start thinking about that. For May, it's Mother's Day. Um, so everybody um, definitely, ha- there's a lot of opportunity to create content around that. It's also the month when you start thinking about graduations or when they're happening already. Entertainment is big. Travel starts to pick up. Um, heading into June, um, it's you're getting into vacation mode. So vacation homes, um, home des- vacation home design is big. Summer home refresh, any kind of refresh um, always um, is a hot topic. Father's Day is also in June. So there's already three different um, ideas for that month. In July, we're definitely talking a lot about travel. Um, it's the 4th of July. Everybody is at the beach, so beachy content. And because it is the 4th of July, American-made products, um, American-made materials, American-made design um, is a big topic in that month. Then August is very hot in many parts of the country. Um, So beat the heat would be a fun idea for that one. There's a lot of road trips happening. People are still traveling, so travel destinations would be a good topic. And Maria um, brought this up. It's like how to shop for fine art while on vacation, which is fun. I'm like, you could shop for art or you could shop for whatever else that um, you are interested in. In September, we're back to school. Definitely one of the top, top topics, definitely in the media Fall decor is already starting to pick up uh, and Halloween decorations are kicking in because, as we all know, the holiday um, decor starts coming out earlier and earlier. In October, we have Halloween decorations. Um, Thanksgiving is already um, showing up. Orange is a, a fun color idea for October. We actually talked about how fun it would be to to create a seasonally inspired uh, mood board for October, be it something with orange, with, uh, you know, one of the holidays or even for any other month or every month for that matter. In November, we're get really getting deep into the holidays. So we're talking a lot about 
entertainment, uh, Christmas decor is already out there, hostess gifts, tablescapes, shopping guides, because it's time to shop for Christmas presents, right? Then the year is already almost over. In December, we're talking about more gift ideas for the holidays, winter getaways, last-minute shopping, um, if you're anything like me, that's a big one, and just about best online shopping um, options in general, and obviously anything holiday-related. That's just a quickie. Um, our guide's going to have some more details um, and some more tips um, on it, but those are the big, big topics for each of the months that we were talking about. And once you get a full year of content up, you can look back at it, see which ones perform the best, and then you can modify the titles, um, change out some of the sections to those uh, topics, and then really start building a greater asset library for your SEO, mm -hmm. for your business. Okay. So like um, we had said, we created this really fun and super helpful practical guide for you guys that you can download from our designer discussions marketing studio that's open now. So we're going to put a link to that into show notes. Um, check it out. We hope you love it. Are you ready to get serious about marketing your interior design business? Our designer discussions marketing studio offers a series of in-depth, actionable, and done-for-you content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Go to designerdiscussions.com forward slash marketing studio to get started. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions and all of the helpful information. Subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you back next week. For more information on the podcast and the marketing studio, visit designerdiscussions.com and follow us on social media. 